Thanks for joining me today. I am Colleen Klimczak, Certified Professional Organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter through professional speaking, blogging, and now podcasting. Head over to my website at peaceofmindpo.com to subscribe to my weekly newsletter and to explore the organizing and productivity resources over there, including over 450 articles on a range of organizational topics, including today's topic. This last week, I have tagged uh, many of my past blog articles with a coaching category tag. I will continue to do that until I have gone through all 450 articles and made sure that they are up to date. So if you want to know more about that, head over to my website, click the blog tab, and then the coaching category to learn more. Okay, friends, we are recording this on January 31st. It is time. February 1st is tomorrow. I know we're in a polar vortex here in Chicago, but it is time for the holiday decor to come down. And if you would like to hear more, you can listen to last week's South Side Pod to hear the discussion I had with my producer, Chris. Also last week, I mentioned some recent updates. So I have a shout out this week to Tiny Space Studio. So Tiny Space Studio is up on the north side uh, in the city, and they did a great job with my headshots back in December. I know some other amazing photographers as well, but Mike had come highly recommended and he did a great job and I was pleased with the process from start to finish. Okay, so today's article is a new article. I, uh, I've been working on the idea of it for a couple weeks now and um, I was happy to finally publish it and even more happy to run it past all of you today. So it starts out saying words matter. And there are so many possibilities. However, in presentations, I used to say that if I had a nickel for every time someone said to me, I am so overwhelmed, I don't know what to do, I would have a lot of nickels. And I would. So the topic, the title for today's article and today's podcast is that the word overwhelm is not a useful word. So I'm increasingly annoyed with the word overwhelm, not with the people who say it, of course, but with the word itself, because it's too vague. And honestly, the word has become so broad and ubiquitous that it's lost meaning. In addition, all of the ways the word is used have negative connotations. And so for the purpose of today's article, we're talking about overwhelm, not as like a momentary panic, but as a longer term state of being. So Google says overwhelm means to bury or drown beneath a huge mass, to defeat completely, and to give too much of a thing to someone or inundate. So that sounds pretty negative to me. And maybe it can be positive, like when we are overwhelmed with someone's generosity or when our team victoriously overwhelms another team, but mostly overwhelmed is overwhelmingly negative. Me, Being me and having fun with words, I looked up whelm, just plain old whelm. And it turns out that whelm has somewhat negative connotations too. So the verb is to engulf, submerge, or bury. And as a noun, it means an act or instance of flowing or heaping up abundantly or a surge. 
Ironically, even underwhelm, the seeming opposite of overwhelm, still has negative connotations, as in fails to impress or make a positive impact on someone or to disappoint. So you see, there is no middle ground. In sharing this article idea with my accountability partner last week, she said, using overwhelm sets us up in a negative mindset. And that's true. Honestly, it ends up being an excuse. It's a blanket statement. It's a catch-all phrase. And with such subjective and negative, vague and undefined meaning, it's often difficult to see a way out of the feeling. So as your coach, I want us to know that saying you're overwhelmed can be a starting point and it's an honest feeling, but it's certainly not the answer to the problem. And while there's no judgment about saying that we're overwhelmed, it is certainly not some place that we want to stay. In coaching, change and progress start with awareness. So this week, let me propose that we work a little harder and come up with different words for our feelings of overwhelm so that we can start to make things better. When someone tells me they're overwhelmed, I ask if we can explore that a bit and get more specific. For example, if you're overwhelmed, you may be more specifically or also feeling confused or overstimulated, maybe unclear or discouraged. You could be frustrated. You could be despondent. You could feel, as I was talking to a client just yesterday, that there's just too much to do. You could be feeling unprepared or vulnerable, maybe unsure, certainly overscheduled. Maybe you feel incompetent. And then there's also hopeless or helpless or powerless. All of those words paint a much richer picture of what we're really feeling and then can help us to get our way out of those feelings. So consider, too, that you and I may feel multiple emotions and even conflicting emotions concurrently. Of course we do. We're humans, after all. We are fabulous and complex creatures. We are capable of feeling many emotions at the same time. We can feel both excited about a new work opportunity and also terrified of change. Or we can be super proud of the people that our children have grown to be, but also sad because we miss them. Or, as I read in a fellow blogger's post last week, sticking to your guns and compromise are not opposites. They're both important tools. Both tools will need to be used on the path to your desired future, and sometimes at the same time. So see, we can absolutely be feeling multiple things and even conflicting things at the same time. If you wanted to know more about the article that I just mentioned, the writer has a website at gabethebassplayer.com, and you just go over to his blog. You may also be feeling something really strongly, and it's the strength of the feeling that's engulfing you and making you feel overwhelmed. And when we're feeling overwhelmed, we may also or actually be tired or sad. You could be ill or depressed or grieving, etc. And a situation that would not overwhelm us on any other day overwhelms us today. Just last week, I spoke with a client who said she was feeling overwhelmed and then realized that on any given day, her situation wouldn't feel overwhelming, but she hadn't slept well the last few days and that her emotional reserves for dealing with life were just low at that time. So let's look at this, right? There are so many more specific and therefore useful words out there. When we drill down and get more specific, then we can identify the actual problem and then start working on solutions. Because with unspecific feelings or measures, how do we ever know when we're done feeling overwhelmed? 
Overwhelmed needs a time limit. So let's move out of overwhelm and on to something better. Let's get more specific about how and what we're feeling so we gain some insight in how to start to make life better. Ask yourself, you know, what does overwhelm mean to you? What else are you working on or dealing with right now? Where do you feel overwhelm and what does it look like? As in, what is your body telling you? And that's a great coaching question from my coach, Lane. For example, when I'm feeling stressed and therefore my overwhelm shows up, it shows up in my shoulders and in migraine headaches. So very often our bodies are telling us something more specific than just I'm feeling overwhelmed. Maybe you're struggling to even take a deep breath. Are you tired before you even start a task? And these are all questions that can help you gain insight into what you really are feeling. And more importantly, because I'm not going to leave you on that kind of overwhelming note, I want us to think about what tools are we using to handle the feelings of overwhelm. So the first step in all things is awareness, right? So take a few moments and ask yourself those questions that I just asked about what you're really feeling. And what are some of our other available tools in the moment, right? So phone a friend, right? Call your therapist, your friend, your coach, you know, meditate or do some deep breathing. Honestly, I do many little 30-second meditation breaks all through the day. Uh, Maybe you take a nature break. And uh, my hiking guide, Kevin, used that that term first, and I kept it. And so sometimes we just need to take care of actual physical needs like hunger or thirst, And on a larger scale and longer term, you know, setting ourselves up to better handle life in general might mean managing our sleep and our nutrition and our exercise better. So when a potentially overwhelming situation presents itself, your reserves are full and you're ready to handle them. And then one of my favorite things to tell people, too, is to look outside of our own situation and do something nice for someone else. That is one of the quickest ways that I have to make myself feel better uh, if is just to do something kind for somebody else. So my challenge to us this week is to dig a little deeper and get more specific with the root of our overwhelm. And empowered with that awareness, we can start to conquer those feelings and move towards something better. So this is a topic that I could talk about with my clients uh, in a coaching scenario. If you would be interested in learning more about this and other topics that can be covered in coaching, please drop me a line at Colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me via any of my social media channels on Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, you name it. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you next week.